Hello and welcome to the David Ryan Fitness Podcast. In this podcast, we will deep dive into training, nutrition and mindset. Today's podcast, I'm delighted to say we are joined by a very special guest today, Zoe Longford. Zoe is an online personal trainer who empowers women through fitness and helps them gain confidence. Zoe has helped over 100 women achieve their fitness goals and is the founder of Zoe Rose, Zoe Rose Fitness and runs her program online and it is called the Zoe Rose Movement, Zoe Rose Movement. She also teaches an online Zumba class. How are you getting on? How are you, Zoe? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. I was just um, actually um, editing my Zumba from last night. It was um, it was definitely a, it was a sweaty one. <laughs> yeah, already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I, every time I say uh, Zoe, like I always say Zoe instead. I don't know what it is in my head that I always say Zoe. It's just it's just a thing in my head. But um, how are you getting on? How's your how's your morning been? Yeah, it's been it's been good. I started the morning with um, a cold shower. I try and do that most most days. So it's I'm in um, I'm in a caravan currently at the moment. So it's like extra cold. It's that extra extra cold. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't actually tried that yet. Um, Does it look like what does it do for you? So I I was skeptical at first. I started it during the, the first lockdown just as a like try something new um sort of thing but at first it's horrendous and you think why on earth am I doing this but it will change Mm -hmm. showers for you like the like normally you have a shower and you get out and it's fine but see when it's a cold shower you have that buzz like you have it gives me so much energy um afterwards you always feel really good for at least an hour after so I would recommend it yeah I'll have to give it a try I said to myself that I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it, no way, but now that you say, is it like just having like seven cups of the coffee and, and you just, you're buzzing? Yeah, 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 it is, it is, and I've, um, I've been doing, I try and do a dip in the sea as well, a cold dip in the sea, and I, I mean, the shower is definitely better than the sea, so start with the shower, okay. and then you might go in the sea. <laughs> okay, yeah, and it's all about making, making it kind of hard for yourself so you can have an easier life, so yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself and uh, how you've come into the fitness industry. Sure. Um, so I have been a PT, I think it's almost five years now. Um, I My background is in figure skating. So I grew up figure skating um, and yeah, just just loved it. And didn't really, never was really in the gym, nothing, nothing like that until... I got an injury. I um, they thought it was a stress fracture in my spine. Um, luckily, it wasn't. Um, mm. But they basically said after they did the the MRI, they had to look at what was going on, and they said you've you've got like what strength training you doing outside of skating I'm like nothing I just skate um and they're like no 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 you need to get into doing some form of strength and starting doing um deadlifts and squats and all this all this stuff and I remember I I got a PT I'm gonna throw my hands up I'm gonna say that I was I was this person I said I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to get bulky I actually remember saying that and now I'm like oh um but 
that journey when I had a PT that changed things for me that was that mm. I was like why why isn't everyone doing this like not only is my pain gone but it actually allowed me to progress further in the sport without constantly being injured um, so that's how I got into it and then decided hey I, I want to do this as a career mm. yeah and um, like yeah that's a hundred percent right like <laughs> Every time I get a, a girl on the program, she's like, I don't want to get bulky. And I'm like, you're not going to sneeze and be a bodybuilder. Like, you, that takes an awful lot of work. And, yeah, like, it's 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 a thing. But, like, if girls lift weights, they won't get bulky. They'll just get nice and toned, which what is what they want. So, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a common thing. Hopefully, it's going to be gone now uh for in the in the future that women don't actually think that weights make them bulky but um how is your training regime at the moment like what does that look like yeah so at the moment it's it's a little bit funny so normally I previously used to train on the on the ice about four or five days a week um sadly the the rink that the local rink that I train out train at is closed for the um, foreseeable future so all of the mm -hmm. skaters kind of in Edinburgh are having to travel um, about it's about 40 minutes for me so it's not too bad um, to get over into Fife to train but just with the business and just with everything um, at the moment it, it I can't get over that time there isn't even that much ice time either um, mm -hmm. there so I'm only training on the ice once a week so I'm just trying to ease myself back into it after being off for so long and I don't think any competitions start until kind of next year anyway so I've got a bit of a breather breather room so I'm using I'm using this time really to to work to still I still have kind of an off ice training session with my coach and then on ice and in and around that I look at to doing um three three kind of strength training sessions a week mm -hmm. um and two cardio based um along with stretching I just find that that works really well for um kind of keeping me in good shape for when I need to kind of ramp things up up a little bit more yeah yeah and what do your kind of strength sessions look like is it like deadlifts one day squats the next day and 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 bench press the next day or what what way does it work at the moment um what I do is I have like a lower body kind of session I think that's normally Mondays um, Mondays I train lower body where I'll do um normally I try and I'm really trying to work the pistol squat at the moment which which is oh. it's killing me um but I'll yeah. get there um uh so a lot of kind of single leg stuff because with skating it's such you always land a jump on one leg so it's such mm. an unbalanced sport that I'd like my leg my um, right leg is so much stronger than the left so I'm trying to balance that out um yeah to stop injury which is part of the problem with with the sport um so it's a lot of kind of unilateral work um and I try and get some kind of um heavy now the gyms are open I'm just like obsessed with all the heavy stuff I was like I'll give you the heavy stuff back um and yeah. then I'll have an upper body um day on a Wednesday and then Friday Thursday Friday depending on what my schedule is I'd normally do full body where I'll go for um some more deadlifts and things mm -hmm. and like like if you're trying to strengthen you said your left leg is is a little bit weaker yeah like do you just isolate that leg and do like like leg extensions like with, with the one leg or what way would you would you try and strengthen that one up at the moment what I'm doing is I'm just trying to make sure whatever I do kind of with the right leg I do it with the left so if yeah, it was yeah. if it was say the pistol squat but I will start with it because it's going to take longer it's going to be harder 
Um, so some some things that I do, I do um, a couple more reps, um, but that's normally the the lighter the lighter side. Normally without normally just body weight stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's almost it's almost even out now. I'm sure when I start training on the ice properly, it's it's all going to be to part again. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. and like your figure skating, like do you? Like how long did that injury take you to to recover from? Like were you out of your your skating for a while when you had that injury? With the back one in particular, um, I never really I didn't stop skating, but I couldn't I couldn't really do much because especially when they thought it was a stress fracture, I wasn't allowed to jump. So it was very like right, I'll turn up for training. What can I do? But I mean, I couldn't put myself in for any competitions or any tests or anything like that just because you know there wasn't yeah there it was too worrying what was going to happen so I'd say it was a good probably two years of having the pain for them from it starting to me being like right I don't need to worry about this anymore Mm -hmm. and how long like when did you start figure skating or when did you start skating so I I think I first went on the ice when I was five um, and I kind of did it off and on. Um, my mum said something to me the other day because um, I used to, I used to coach as well um, figure skating, and she said, "So I can't believe you actually kind of do that because you know you were the kid at the class that was like the worst, the one that just, <laughs> the one that like couldn't do it and took ages to pick it up." Um, so yeah. I was the worst for a very, very, very long time. It took me a long time to learn. But as I got to kind of a teenager, for me it was like a release from school. It was a release from, I'm not really doing so well at school. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is where I want to be. This is where I want to put my energy and time into. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like not doing well in school, was that like just from like in, in your academics or would that be true? Different stuff. It was a couple of different things. It was, it was okay up until kind of the last, the last year, um, I don't know what it was what was like for you, but that was like kind of sixth sick form. So year kind of mm-hmm. 12 and 13, which is 17, 18. Yeah. Um, and a couple of things happened. So my friendship group from the whole kind of time at school broke down. Um, and I think when you're that age, it's like it that was a really, it's really the important. End of the world. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was for me, it was it was the end of the world. Um and I, I did okay kind of in my first set of exams, but in the second set, I took um, the three sciences and maths, which in hindsight was, was a poor choice to do I did that. Um, and I just, I was quite dyslexic and my school didn't test me. Um, it was okay. a grammar school. So they were very much, you've got to be getting the A's and the A stars. And I was probably around the B, C kind of area, but they taught the classes to be at the A and the A stars yeah so yeah. I just couldn't I just as no matter how hard I worked I'd always believed that no matter how hard you worked you can do anything so I just thought it'll be fine it'll be fine and it wasn't it wasn't fine I couldn't I couldn't do it so for me at that time I was like well I've come away with terrible results I've lost my friends I don't really know mm-hmm. what to do or how to go forwards yeah yeah so like the figure skating was kind of like a release then to to get away yeah I, t- I totally get that like i play football um well I haven't played it in a while but I used to love training with, with my friends and stuff like that and it's it's good to have them them like escapes you know what I mean it, it really is but um you have like a, a morning routine stretch do you or you stretch every day 
Um, yeah. obviously that's to prevent prevent injury. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Because I don't stretch at all, and I need to. I really need to. Because like when I train legs, I can feel my. I do stretch. Like it's, I stretch maybe before the session or whatever for five minutes, but it's not like a, you know, like a twenty minute long good stretch. Like so, could you tell everybody a bit about your routine and your stretching? Yeah, yeah, of course. So. I've always, always wanted to be flexible. Like I'm just naturally not, I'm just not. I was some people are like, especially when I coach skating, like the kids would come up and be like, oh, look what I can do and like fling their leg up. And I was like, oh my God, so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've always had to work hard at it to kind of get there, which, which in some ways it's good. It kind of means I'm not hypermobile and you know, there's risk of injury at the other side as well. Um, so it's finding for, for me what works really well is kind of is is daily stretch. I kind of commit myself to showing up and stretching. And at the start of the first lockdown, I started working with with a stretch coach um, who taught me loads of exercises that I never knew existed before. And it's really it's not only about the stretch, it's about the strengthening and proper techniques so instead mm-hmm. of just being like, how low can I get into my splits? It's like, am I doing proper technique? Is my core pulled in? Are my you know, hips square? Um, so from learning from learning from um, my coach Catherine, I was like, right, I need to commit. I'm I'm a bit of a teacher's pet as well. Like I want to do well. So if if yeah. I've got someone who is keeping me accountable, I know I'm actually seeing her later today. She's going to want to see the progress. So if I haven't done it, she's going to be like right what's going on so I just kind of add it into my routine and use it as a bit of um a wind down a bit of time for myself where I can put on an audiobook put on a podcast um focus on focus on just just releasing having a bit of bit of me time um and yeah enjoying the progress which hopefully I'll get good feedback today see (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah and that actually segues into it into one of my questions about accountability like we both have coaches that um that we have the same business coach but we also I also have coaches in in different areas of my life how important is it for you to have accountability I like so I can't even explain how important it is I think yeah especially when you're trying something you're trying something that you've not you've not mastered for whatever reason whether that be fitness business you know it kind of anything else if you you can do it alone and obviously there's things and things to help you and help you get there but it's a long difficult process and it can feel quite lonely and isolating Mm -hmm. if you've got someone that you can message or someone say hey I'm really struggling this is going on this has cropped up, what do I do? And having someone actually check in on you as well, it can change the game. It can just change everything. Mm-hmm. 100%, yeah. Like, you're not going to, like, if you go, if your car is broken down, you'll go to a mechanic. Like, if you, if you got a, a, a leak in your house and you go to a plumber, like, it's, it's the same with every other area in your life. Like, if you go, if you're sick, you go to a doctor. So why not? try and go to a mentor for your business or go to a fitness coach for your for your fitness and your overall health like and like you're cutting the curve you're cutting the learning curve and instead of doing hours and hours of of googling you're you're cutting that curve so another question that I wanted to ask you and I think is uh really really big uh when people are kind of 
starting out and i think people do it i even do it myself is comparing themselves to others what is your advice to them people that are kind of starting off and it's kind of making them stop because they're comparing themselves to somebody else's chapter 20 yeah yeah that that's such a such a big one so I think it's well firstly it's normal it's normal to do so but there are things you can kind of do to to just remind yourself um for me I think social media is such I mean social media is great um but it's an area where you can really really compare yourself to someone Mm -hmm. and it's hard to remember that they're just showing a very small portion of what's going on they're just showing their highlights they're not going to show the good I mean some bit people show the bad bits but most people don't and if you're if especially if you're kind of focusing on fitness and you're following a bunch of people and they all maybe all look a certain way or just taken after gym pose and it's really you're finding it really almost triggering and it's making you second guess yourself unfollow them or mute them because they don't need to know you can be like did you see my post it's like oh no sorry I've not really been on Instagram much you know you don't need to see it you're in control of what you expose yourself to so I think that's important to remember that you want to follow people that make you feel good and make you feel motivated if in any way they make you think I'm not good enough I'm not doing enough then just just mute them or unfollow them yeah 100% and like when people wake up like we, as soon as we wake up we, we pick up our phone and we, we we compare ourselves to other people like it's just it's literally a world of comparing and like if you if you were looking for true happiness like I think that you need to kind of find yourself first so if you're like to find yourself to to actually love yourself like if you're uh, going onto your phone and you're like comparing yourself to somebody else and oh they're doing this uh, oh I might like that or whatever like you need to like put your phone down read a book like find what you actually like not what the person down the road likes on Instagram and then you might have like happiness you don't have to go with what everybody else is doing and then the comparison probably goes out of it then but you you try to empower a lot of women through through movement and through through fitness and like how would you what advice would you give to somebody that is kind of st- I know the gyms are opening up in Ireland soon so what advice would you give to people that have like girls especially that have like gym anxiety and that are just kind of afraid to 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 start yeah yeah um so I would say that when if you're going into the gym I think Mm -hmm. having a plan and kind of knowing what you're doing is so so important and there's a lot of weird weird machines in some gyms and I'll put my hands up say some of them I'm like I don't even know what that does unless I'm kind of familiar I'm not always even though it's like my job I'm like I I wouldn't actually know how to use that but you've got to remember that the guys in the gym if you ask them if you say hey would you mind just showing me how to use this they a hundred percent the majority of them will will a hundred percent help you and I think having that confidence of knowing proper form knowing proper technique having that education around it makes it so much you just feel so different walking in because you're like hey I know what I'm doing I know I'm doing it safely because half the I don't know how how it is in the gyms maybe that you go to but you walk in and you're like yeah then half the people aren't doing the exercise properly 
um, mm-hmm. or having proper form. But we get so so in our heads that everyone's looking at us, yeah. but they're not. They're not. So I think having that, having that education and knowledge, whether it's going to a class and kind of asking how is this exercise supposed to be performed, um, getting a coach to help you or even going with a friend who knows a bit more about it can can give you a bit more confidence going in and make you feel less anxious about it yeah 100 percent. and like when you're going into a gym as a as a first like timer or whatever like it the people the people that are are most advanced there and you're kind of afraid and you're going in and you're kind of thinking oh he's looking at me or she's looking at me saying oh what the hell are they doing here nine times out of ten that person that's experienced is actually looking at that person and saying fair play they're starting their journey like well done it's like we always think the worst and and our our biggest enemy is is between our two ears but um so tell me a little bit about zumba yeah zumba i so i didn't actually i apart from doing the odd zumba class here and there for fun i'd never really done anything until i think it was January 2020 um, where the studio where I trained some of the some of my clients in they were like oh we've got a training course coming up you know it'd be great for you to do something you can add we're also looking for Zumba cover um, can you do it and I kind of ummed and ahs and I was just like oh, you know Zumba it's oh but I thought you know what I'm just gonna do it because you never know it might be fun and it was probably the best thing I could have done at that time because I think I didn't without really knowing too much about it I went in there I did the training I was like wow like this is firstly I think people think oh Zimbra it's not really a workout my god has it changed my cardio like I am a completely different level to where I was before cardio wise it is so hard but the beauty of it is you can you can really tailor it if you're instructing it you have to do all the moves like 110 percent because the energy that you give everyone kind of doesn't take the whole energy they kind of do their interpretation of it yeah Um, yeah yeah so for me I was like this is this is a great kind of workout for me and the other thing is you can't do Zumba and be in a bad mood like it's impossible I don't know if you've ever heard any of the music some of it is ridiculous like so I I sometimes I think they're like what am I doing but it's just so much fun and especially if you know there's days where you're just like I just I need to move I need to do something it's raining outside but you know I don't want to go for a run you can just put on a couple of songs and honestly it gives you such a good workout there's squats and all these things they kind of what they say in the training they like give you a bit of what you need with with the kind of strength but they maybe add like a shimmy shimmy to make you think that you're not doing a squat um yeah 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 so it's 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 a lot of fun yeah I've never I've never like ever even I don't even know what way it's structured or the the way it is like I'd love I've heard about it and um like what like are you just kind of dancing and then like obviously as as a trainer you're you're adding in some like squat movements and stuff like that like is that just kind of the way it is like what's the music is it it's a certain type of music for zumba or is it like whatever is popular or whatever like that like that yeah so with the music it's normally um they have like zumba 
um, specific music, which is very, it always reminds right. me um, of, you know, when you go to like a, a holiday resort and they've got like, say you're in Mexico and they've got like the music in the background. It's very kind of similar, similar to, to that. Yeah. It's very kind of Spanish, um, Latino, that side of music, but with popular popular songs kind of put into it they're very infectious they will you first listen to it and you think oh and then it will eat into your soul and it's all you can hear and you're like I can't stop listening to this um and kind of with the structure of it you've got so there's only a certain amount of different Zumba moves so once you start going to a couple of classes you kind of pick it up that you you do be like oh this is like the grapevine move or this is the bit where we do this and yeah, they yeah. just link it together with it's high energy and just just having fun you can't really do it wrong either which I love about it yeah like from looking at your your some of your classes and stuff like that um it looks so fun like you're literally your face is just like a big massive smile during the whole thing like I I, I want to do it I want to do you get much men on it or you know what I do have a couple, especially um, some of the ladies that join in, their partners come and, mm-hmm. come and do it and just join it. It's worth doing it just once, even if it's just for a bit of a fun, see if it's, see it's for you. I have like a special Zumba face that my fiance makes fun of because I can't listen to music or like even practice without doing the, like it just, it just happens. So I look like a bit of an idiot, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's so funny. But um, I want to segue onto something else, and it is a massive, massive thing in in everything in life, not just fitness. And like the fear of failure or the fear of starting something out. Would you have any advice for for people out there that are maybe too afraid to take that jump in a bit in their business, or maybe take that jump in their fitness, like? Would you have any advice for people that are just afraid to kind of start because they're afraid to fail? Yeah. Yeah. Firstly, I just want to say that resonates with me so much because I've always struggled with the big fear of failure and mm. it stops me for a really long time getting back into competing um, with figure skating when I kind of took a break because I was so afraid of failure. It just kind of paralyzed me for a while. And what kind of helps I think is surrounding yourself with people who are doing what you want to do who Mm -hmm. are motivating and who are inspiring in in a good way um, rather than kind of a negative or look at me way Um, and just keeping reminding yourself that you there's no reason why you can't do it and it's not going to happen overnight it's the little steps that you're you're going to have to take to get there so it's not suddenly oh my God, I'm doing it. Like, this is it. It's like, no, let's just, let's just try something new today. Let's just, if it's a fitness journey, let's just try a workout tomorrow. Let's just see how it goes. And just taking that little step forwards and celebrating all the wins on the way, because sometimes that bigger picture can just seem like if this happens, I fail, but often it doesn't. Like I'm trying to think of all the different things that happen, like in, in my in my skating, um, the I was supposed to compete. When was it? Last 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 year with the pandemic, it was like my comeback from having ankle surgery, and yeah. that didn't happen. And then the pandemic happened, and then the rink shut. And now it's going to be another year. And I could very easily say, "Well, that's it. That the, what's the point now?" But that's not that. 
there's there's still more to go there's no way if you have a way where as long as you keep going there's not really any way to fail um so yeah. if you look at it like that it feels a bit easier i hope that made sense yeah yeah no it definitely did yeah like it when you when you fail you kind of learn as well so it's like it's good to fail as well like so you can kind of learn like there is going to be obstacles along the way and it's also good to know that you are going to fail and it's not a really a bad thing like it's it's just the way it is like it's 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 the way it is and like I, I would give advice to people to just go for it just go out and smash their goals like you're not going to be amazing at something straight away like who has ever been unreal at something like were you unreal at your skating at the start as you said it took you it took you a while to get into it so um you're and you're probably unreal at it now but um tell um everybody how your face ended up on the side of a Ryan airplane Oh god, it's so bad. That would resonate with a lot of people because uh <laughs> Reiner is from Ireland. <laughs> so um this was gosh, this was year this was must have been about maybe six, seven years ago. So at the time I was not a PT. Um I was I was working in corporate and I just started dating my now fiance, um, also called Dave. Um and he he happens to be a pilot for Ryanair. So my my job at the time, I was on LinkedIn and, and I was supposed to be prospecting. Um, I wasn't, I was mucking about because um, I didn't really like what I did. Um, and I saw Ryanair kind of came up and it was um, celebrating 30 years with 30 faces on a plane and it was a competition to enter. And I, I looked at it and if, if, it, um, if you have kind of applied for it, it sent you a wee video of what your face would like, look like on a plane. And I thought, yeah. oh, Dave's working today. I'm going to wind him up by quickly doing an application and sending it across to him and we can have a laugh. So I filled it in and I literally, it was quite a long like application. Um, and it right. was like, what, what, what do you like so much about Ryanair? And I was like, Ryanair's great, blah, 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 blah. Um, just for a load of rubbish. Um, didn't think anything of it for a couple of months and then I remember I was sitting eating my lunch at work and I got this email and it was like congratulations you're one of like one of the 30 from the 80,000 people that applied to get your face on a plane I was honestly I was so mortified I was like oh I, how, how do I say no <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> ridiculous yeah. but I was like no like I need to do it it's yeah it, and I, I just kind of went along with it and I had to send like a professional photo and I never I never saw the plane I can't remember where it was based I think it might have been Italy um all oh, right 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 so I didn't see but for ages I had like people in Facebook like who'd clearly flown on the plane um like, no way who, like it like, would be like oh because it had like my name I think it said Zoe Longford Edinburgh on it so they would take a picture of it and be like oh here's your plane um, and they sent me a little like model aircraft with my with my face on it. So it's I think they they peeled me off eventually. Um, but yeah, it was just an embarrassing story to know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll have to show me that model. Definitely. If you still have it. I will do. I have I have pictures somewhere. And I remember there was this picture I found online of it. And the plane was like so dirty. And there was like muck like splattered all over. Hopefully they didn't have like a... <laughs> bird strike or something <laughs> yeah 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 a lot of a lot of bird shit <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, 
that's mad like and was it like on the back of the plane or was like like what way was it like it was right so the the nose I probably should know the parts of the plane but the nose is like here and it was like literally right on the side so as it's kind of taxiing and it's yeah it's in the most obvious bit (laughs) so your fiance Dave could have been literally like driving along in in it and you were just right there beside him the whole plane ride yeah he never flew the plane he never I think I I kind of feel that they missed out on that I think that was probably be a good PR story but I'm glad they never kind of put the two and two together (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's mad that's actually crazy how would they like I don't even know how they like would even say right your your face is going to be on the side of a plane uh let's let's do it (laughs) do you know what I mean it's crazy like but um Another crazy thing that I found out about you is that you, well, first of all, I, I'm watching The Crown now with my, with my girlfriend and um, we love it. We absolutely love it. And uh, with a lot of stuff we didn't know about the, the whole royal family and stuff like that. But you were invited to Prince Charles 70th. When I found that out, I was like, what? So tell me how, how that came about or like, are you royal or what's going on? Oh, I wish I was royal. Well, actually, I don't know. After watching The Crown, maybe not. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, that was a really, that was an amazing day, actually. So when I first started my business, I um, got some funding through the Prince's Trust, um, which obviously um, Prince Charles um, kind of started um, and is a bit, is a big part of. So it just, it was just a random occurrence that I was going to a lot of their kind of business events and um, doing things with them and they said we you know you can put your name forwards to in the selection process if you'd like to be invited um to this that's happening and I was like no way like this this would never happen but of course I'm going to put my name forwards um Mm -hmm. and then it happened I got I've got it I've got it framed actually it was actually the royal invite um through that came in the post fanciest post I've ever had Um, I'd say so it was yeah it was really really cool and I got I got to take a plus one as well and I um Dave was working and so I got to take my mum which was amazing um yeah yeah and it was it was such a good day and it was beautiful weather as well and I think they really apparently they really like um mother and daughters and kind of family and I look like exactly like my mum so when we got there the I don't know what they're called they're not really guards but they're kind of the people that introduce you to the royal family anyway yeah, they they yeah. said to us um would you like to be introduced to the royals and we were like oh yeah so we had to stand there in a big line and we met um prince charles and camilla and came over and chatted to us and um no yeah it was really like i had to do like a little curtsy and everything oh um, really yeah it was just it was really unreal it was really surreal and we got to walk around all of all of the the gardens and everything in Buckingham Palace and get to got to wear a big ridiculous hat that I've not worn since but (laughs) yeah yeah I'd say you rocked the hat as well did you yeah yeah (laughs) I like to think so (laughs) yeah 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 that'd be amazing like uh, my mom would absolutely my mom would absolutely love that like because she literally is obsessed with the royals but uh, I, I can only imagine how like surreal it was just to kind of meet them and I'd say they're like the nicest people ever oh yeah yeah so and um Charles was very funny he was very funny he had like was a he? little yeah. yeah it had like a little joke going on um yeah it was it was it was quite entertaining and yeah they were all really welcoming um 
and not it wasn't like I think sometimes you think oh, oh I don't know is this gonna be is it gonna be a bit stuffy and they're gonna kind of look down on me but not not in the slightest it was really really nice yeah and did you say it wasn't in Buckingham Palace yeah no it was it was in the gardens okay okay um, okay so like what's the get the gardens of Buckingham yeah. Palace yeah yeah all oh, right right yeah. right and like was that amazing yeah like was it yeah. oh it was it's just weird because you're obviously right in the center of London yeah. and then you're standing in it and you, you're allowed to walk around and you're just like how like you can't even see out because it's it's so huge yeah and yeah. they're just it was just it was just beautiful I think we we're lucky that it was a really kind of nice day um as well I'm sure they would have had a plan if it wasn't but um yeah, it was really cool. I was a bit disappointed because apparently they used to like you got to be able to like walk through Buckingham Palace to get there, but they they had us all going round, um, so yeah, we didn't get yeah. to go through. We were like kind of looking and seeing like, oh, can we see it? Can we see the yeah. Queen? <laughs> yeah, it's massive though, isn't it? Like the the whole like acreage and stuff like that, and oh, it's huge. like I I remember walking by now. I was really really young, so I barely remember it. But like it's right in the middle of London. Yeah. 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 Yeah that's that's crazy that's mad um yeah I could only imagine how how good that was that, that I'd say that was uh that was pretty uh you'll remember that day for the rest of your life oh definitely yeah yeah so can you tell me um just to wrap things up what you're most excited about right now whether it be business or whether it be in your life what what's what gets you buzzing right now I think I'm just really kind of focused on business right now, which is which is exciting me as really um, I've kind of it's the first time I've kind of been off like I'm on my own completely. Even when I was PTing a bit, I was figure skating coaching, um, but now it's just like just my business. So yeah, that kind of drives me forwards, which is exciting. Um, and I guess more personally is um, I'm getting married in September. Um, yeah. So that's quite a big I keep forgetting and I keep going. Oh God, like I've got a lot of planning to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why have you not really planned that much? Well, because it was postponed from last year. So I kind yeah. of planned. And then I've, I've realized as well, I'm a bit, I'm a bit of a rubbish bride. Like I, ca- I care about, like I've got my dress and things and that's all great. But I don't actually care about like the color scheme, like the table decorations. People keep trying to be like, oh, what do you want? And I'm like, I'd rather go work on my business. <laughs> which yeah. is fun. Like I like, I like obviously the whole kind of writing the vows and all the kind of important things, but the other things I'm like, oh, I'm not really that fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My um my girlfriend is like the total opposite. Like she has absolutely like we're we're not getting married yet, but uh she has everything picked out in her head, like absolutely everything, like from the dress to where it's gonna be to what colour this is gonna be and stuff like that. But um that's really that's amazing. So obviously you were supposed to get married last uh September and then yeah. then you had to move it forward. So I'd say you're uh you're buzzing for that yeah yeah we're exciting it should be should be good we've got our packers as the ring bearers so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be Your a bit packers. weird but, um you know our packers like the llama things um oh yeah 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 yeah, no yeah way. there are are there are ring bearers so it's very no way yeah i'm a bit nuts so she, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah cool that that wraps it up thanks very much for coming on before you go can you tell everybody where they can find you and on your social media platforms 
Yeah, of course. Um, so on Instagram, I'm at Zoe underscore Rose Fitness. Um, and on Facebook, I have a free Facebook group called the Zoe Rose Movement, um, which any ladies are welcome to join. Sorry, men, I feel a bit bad, but <laughs> for women only. Um, and yeah, that's the best, best places to find me. Perfect. I'll leave everything in the show notes. And thank you so much for coming on. And it was absolutely brilliant to have you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, folks, that's it. Wrapping it up and I'll catch you on the other side next week.